Happy Sunday, October 22nd, Streakers. This is Jeff Downs, and I'm talking to you today a little bit about comparison. That's what's been on my mind of late, is comparison. So with that, let's start streaking. As you think through your life, through different times that you've been through, have you ever compared yourself with anyone else and found yourself either better than or worse than that particular person? Have you ever thought to yourself, in comparison, you ever had that phrase hit your brain? It's hit my brain before, and one time while thinking about this and what comparisons do to a person, as you look in life and consider all of the different areas that you can compare your life to someone else, what I found is that comparison is really a cancer. It's not something that is helpful. It's not something that buoys people up, that gives them hope. It is always something that drags people down. Why? The reason why comparison drags you down is because you can never know all the facts. You can never know or understand everything about everyone's situation. And therefore, when you're comparing, ultimately, you're comparing a, you're either your strength to their weakness or your weakness to that person's strength, or you're comparing external things when you don't know anything about the internal. Sometimes Jamie and I will have conversations about what other people might think of us or think about a particular situation or how they might feel and how I don't want to make people feel a certain way or make people think a certain way. The whole illusion is that you have any power whatsoever to make people feel or think anything. What you do have the power to do is control and also respond to your own feelings and thoughts. And what happens with comparisons is you cannot see the full picture. You don't know what it looks like. And therefore, any comparison is an awful comparison. You know, as you've listened along, that I reserve Sunday for the spiritual streaks in my life. One of the streaks that I have that, actually, it's not an explicit streak. It's uh, it's something I've just always done, and I haven't set it a streak, which is go to church every week. In church today, I was thinking, as the speakers were talking, about this whole dot idea of comparison. And to my mind came the scripture or the interaction that Jesus had with Peter and John. It was in the It's the end of the book of John. It's chapter 21, where... Peter is asking Jesus a question. And the question that he's asking is an interesting one. Because in John chapter 21, first of all, Jesus is explaining to Peter or alluding to Peter, giving Peter a little bit of insight into how he's going to die. And it's not pretty. It's going to be, from the way that Jesus talks about it, it's going to be the same way that Jesus died with his arms stretched out on a cross. Well, then, as he's talking to Peter about this, Peter asks Jesus a question. And it's somewhat like he looks at John, and you know that from the book of John, John is actually writing this. And so it's interesting to get John's perspective of what is actually happening. But he looks at, apparently, Peter looks at John and then turns to Jesus, and I'm pulling the scripture up right here, and says... And asks this. So Peter says this right at the end. Um, Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? 
So he's re- referencing John. He's asking, what's, <clears throat> what shall this man do? Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. This was the three or the four word, five words. What is that to thee? One, two, three, four, five. Five words. What is it to thee? What does it matter to you? Just follow me. This is the cure to comparison. What does it matter what anyone else is doing in their life? Follow Jesus. Do what he's asked you to do. Worry about what he thinks of you, not what anyone else thinks of you, not what anyone else feels about you. Really what you're doing is considering what it is you're doing and how that is in reference to God. When you do that, take the comparison all the way out of it. Because what are we supposed to, what what is comparison for anyway? What does it do? How does it help you in any way? You know, Jamie and I have had quite a few conversations about this because she said, well, then how do you get better in life if you're not comparing? If you're not comparing, how do you get better and improve? What I'm saying I want to be clear about is you compare to no one. What is it to thee? What, is it, what does it matter to you? What you? Who you do compare to is what Jesus has asked you to do. As you look at that and say, what has he asked me to do and compare my life to that, there's no way that you're not improving every single day if that's your comparison. If your comparison is anyone else, just know this, all of us are inherently flawed in one way or another. Each one of us has made mistakes and will make mistakes, and each one of us operates on different feelings that we have at different times. We all use our own life experiences to make the best judgment that we have possible. Does that mean it's always the right judgment? No. Does this mean that you can't have mentors and people that you talk to and and consider different scenarios in your life with? Absolutely not. It means, though, that I'm not going to compare to those mentors. I'm not going to compare what they have as compared to what I have. What they've done as compared to what I've done. Now, I have suffered with this quite significantly, and it's something that I have to look at all the time and say, what is it to you, Jeff? If that person has a certain level of success or that person has a certain outcome in their life or that person has a certain position, it doesn't matter. What does matter is how I'm living my life in relation to what I know to be right and true. That's the important part. As you start to think through that, the comparison goes away. You start to realize that everyone has their own life situation and circumstance and that any at any given time, any person can be going through difficulty and hardship or success and fantastic and fantastic results. Anytime those things can happen. And it can be, and by the way, people oscillate in and out. There was once I was listening to, um, who was it? I, it was either listening to or, or reading Malcolm Gladwell. And he was talking about, I think it was a master class, Malcolm Gladwell, the writer, the author. And he was talking about the top 1% or 10% of the population. And as he was talking about that, he was saying how a lot of us think that the top 10% of the population is static. In other words, once you've entered the top 10%, that's where you are. You're never getting out of the top 10%. When in actuality... 
The top 10% change all the time. It goes, people cycle in and out of that top 10%. And what does the top 10% even mean anyway? Well, some, it means the top 10% of income earners or people who have money in the world. Or uh, to others, it means, you know, the top 10% of the most successful thought leaders or the people that have come up with some of the great, the, the, the great sayings of the day or the great wisdom and knowledge of the day. It rotates in and out. There's times where you could be influential and excellent and in a leadership position and other times where you're not influential, you're not excellent, and you're actually following. That rotates in and out. The reason I bring that up is because, because that's a moving target. You never have a basis of comparison, a solid, consistent basis of comparison. The only solid, consistent basis of comparison, the person who is not variable, that would be Jesus. That's the person to whom you compare. As you look at how he interacted with life in the small writings that we have of what it is that he did, if I start to compare my life to what he said and how he acted, in him is no variableness of changing. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's a pretty cool constant floor on which I can rely for a good basis of comparison. And if he who visited the woman in the well and said to her, you're right, you don't have one husband, you've had five, and knew everything that she had done and could help her to get where she needed to go, or the woman caught in adultery, or any number of people that were caught in sin and difficulty, if he could help them, and he is the one to whom we compare, then there's hope for all of us. Every single one of us, we have hope. And that hope comes because of comparing to Jesus, not comparing to each other. What we should do with each other is love unconditionally. There's no condition on that, that would prevent the Savior from loving us, and that's what we should feel, is no condition to love everyone else. One other little point that I was thinking about here, and this is again, I was in church today, I was thinking about this. I'm re- I read a particular uh, verse which talked about war breaking out. And it seemed in the verse like this was a surprise. Like, like all of a sudden, whoa, how did this happen? War has just broken out. And as I got to thinking on that, war never just starts. War begins with a single individual who holds an offense who's been somehow slighted in some way and therefore is unforgiving. A person is stirred up or they're angry about something. Something that probably happened that was pretty much legitimate. In other words, it, it was a legitimate offense. Someone really did offend them or hurt them in a significant and real way. You and I can probably name tens and tens and hundreds of stories that are about people that were hurt and offended and had no reason to be. In other words, they were a victim of the crime. Anyone who holds on to those things, that's the beginning of war. War does not start with nations. It starts with individuals. It starts with each one of us deciding to hold on to a grievance or an offense, something that hurt us and was painful, and I'm going to hold on to it, and I'm going to seek revenge. 
And then you start to get other people on board with you. And before you realize you've built a big coalition of individuals that turns into a nation and nation goes against nation. But it all starts with a single individual. And why do I bring this up? As we think about comparison and about just some of the things that are happening in our world today, forgiveness is a key crucial component to averting war, to averting all of the maiming that goes on and the difficulty that goes on. We are about peace and we want to be about peace. And where does it start? It starts with peace with your neighbor. And ha- and one of the most important parts of peace with the person in your family, your neighbor, your friend, uh, the person who you interact with, how does that peace begin? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, forgiveness and don't compare. It doesn't matter what they have or what you have. What matters is how we're living our life and how we're following Jesus. So how do you do this in a streak? How do you make yourself consistent in these things? Well, I'd say one one really important streak that you can have is to repent and change and look to the Savior at least one time every day. That would be a great one. Secondly, pray for your neighbor at least one time every day. Pray for someone that is close to you or that's around you at least one time every day. You do those two things and it will change through time your heart and your mind. Who was an enemy will now become a friend. Who did give an offense, you're now able to forgive. It comes through that actionable step of I'm going to repent and draw closer to the Savior, do what I can at least one time every day. I'm going to, here's another one, this is a third one, I'm going to have gratitude. I'm going to express my my gratitude for at least one person every day, someone that's entered my life or, or one thing every day. Or I'm going to pray for those who are who I interact with, those who I may come in contact with at least one time every day. Let's start doing that. And then let that work in us until it grows up into a tree of forgiveness and non-comparison. Thanks so much for listening today. Hopefully you have a fantastic Sunday. You know where to find Streaking. And if you want to download the Streaking app and follow along with a lot of people that are improving their lives on every day through the smallest, simplest, laughably simple thing, that's where to do it is in the Streaking app. Until we talk again, keep streaking.